0: Two Views is back for another episode, it is episode 162, it is Sunday, uh, September 25th 2023 and let's get started, little NRL grand final preview for those living in this country Mm -hmm. Uh, We have both teams as expected are going to be at the the big show, we'll start with the Panthers first, Penrith Panthers destroyed, dismantled uh, the Melbourne Storm handily to now enter their third straight, fourth straight final, sorry, uh, and potentially could win their third straight grand final at matching the Eels of the 80s.
1: Um, They'll be, if they manage to do it, (coughs) they will be officially the sixth ever franchise in Australian Rugby League history, stretching back all the way to foundation uh, to achieve this feat. Um, the only, uh, there's only been one other team, uh, that's gone four in a row, and that was the, the old St. George Dragons from a long, 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 long way ago, thanks to the Rugby League Project, go check them out, amazing database, um, that categorizes most of Australian Rugby League history. Um, but this Panthers team, I've been saying it all year long, they are the favorites to repeat for a reason, because they have rebuilt in a way that has... Flushed the farm system with so many elite prospects and players that has just given them a foundation that has just supplemented their main roster. I mean, you've got Cleary, obviously Nathan Cleary. Uh, he's known as one of the best halfbacks in the league. Jerome Louie right next to him. Stephen Crichton in the centers who's leaving this offseason. To go um, to the where else but the to Bulldogs. the Bulldogs. Which is like the feeder system. But... Who the hell needs him? Because now you've got Sunia Taruva waiting in the system, and, who, who's already come up, and Isaac Targle, who will most likely get starting minutes at center next season. Mm-hmm. This is And the rest of their team, James Fisher-Harris, Moses Leota, Dylan Edwards is, has already gotten a big contract. Zay mm-hmm. uh, Yo, just a ridiculous team. Just a ridiculous team. And mm-hmm. I said it, Last year, when they won the premiership against the Eels, when they repeated, they could three-peat. Mm-hmm. And now, they're 80 minutes away from doing so. But the team that they it have stands to... stands
0: in their way is the Brisbane Broncos,
1: who um, took care of business. Against the Warriors last night, there were some controversial moments. There was the forward pass, pass, which was clearly a forward pass. Mm-hmm. But honestly, besides that, I think the Warriors were going to lose... Oh uh, well, like,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, if not that, something else. Yes, if not that, another try would have killed
1: them. The the main thing with the Warriors lost last night was the fact that they couldn't create chances on their own because Brisbane's defense was unbelievable. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. But in terms of Brisbane in this grand final, uh, they have a chance. Um, I want you to take your mind back to twenty twenty for Brisbane. That season was a nightmare. They finished dead lost. Uh, their boys club. Atmosphere just was not helping the rebuild and the chase the coach right and, out the door. Yep, uh, said goodbye to Bane Wennett, their Anthony. legendary coach, Bane Wennett, Wayne Wayne Bennett, Bane Bennett. Bennett. Uh, Wennett, Bane Wennett, w- um, <laughs> and Ben Iken left as well. Eventually, mm-hmm. yep. Darren Lockyer left the front office, mm-hmm. and that just has created a better culture. Payne Haas got the richest extension ever for a prop in league history, and there's a reason because he's. He's the presumptive uh, MVP. He's unbelievable. I think this game will be. It's a week
0: from today. It will be one of those games where you have speed versus speed. It just comes down to who's more experienced, and obviously Penrith is. Yes, and the Broncos don't have any experience.
1: But this is the Broncos as a core. This is the Broncos' first finals run, yes. and they've gotten to the the final hurdle on their first try. But I think it'll come down to the wire, but I think championship DNA and premiership experience is going to come to the forefront for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I am predicting a 27-26 win for Penrith close in Golden Point extra time. Very the close. second, it, it, in my prediction, it'll be the second grand final ever to go to Golden Point. The other being that 2015 epic, which we watched mm-hmm. when I was a wee little 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I believe it'll just go down to the wire, but Brisbane will put up an amazing fight, but we're going to see history made. In one way or another, I believe the Panthers are going to repeat. Okay,
0: so we're going to switch gears and go to the NFL. We will recap week two, okay? Yep. E- very quickly. Uh, Vikings and Eagles, we know the Eagles won this
1: game. They didn't look so great. They look kind of sloppy. The Eagles, they're dancing through the raindrops. I, I I just have to say it. They're dancing through the, through the raindrops right now. Uh, I don't know what it is. They uh, they lost a lot of guys from their defense. Their secondary doesn't look all that solid. It, it, it Just call it how it is. Um, I will say, though, uh, Jordan Davis and uh, Jalen Carter are just large human beings. They are moors on that defensive line, and they are going to absolutely destroy anyone that comes in their path. And it just so happens that the Eagles have the best offensive line in the league.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I will say this. It's hard transitioning when you lose your offensive and defensive coordinators. Mm -hmm. When you have a relationship with those guys who've moved on. Both Shane Steichen and and the other guy. Jonathan Gannon. Moved on to Indiana and Arizona respectively. So now you're left with a new coaching staff. And personnel changes. I think it's too soon. But look. Safe to say, the Eagles are 2-0. The two wins that they got weren't spectacular. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they're 2-0. and As for the Vikings, they're 0-2. Uh, they can't run the ball because, as I said, the head scratcher for me was, you didn't re-sign Dalvin Cook. And, in this week, they made a deal with the Rams to get Cam Akers off the, off their hands. And so, they're, obviously, they're crying out for running. You can't blame Kirk Cousins. He's throwing the ball everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Justin Jefferson's catching the ball, but you can only pass for so long. Eventually, you have to run the ball. And
1: plus, their defense isn't all that great. Their defense is putrid. I mean, yeah. do you really expect Brian Flores to come in here and single-handedly fix this defense? When you don't have the right personnel for defense. You don't have defense. the personnel to run his system. No. Okay. You need corners. They don't have those right now. They don't
0: have those. All right. Next game we had from week two. Let me just find it. Yes. Uh... The Ravens and the Bengals, ah, the, the Bengals lost again. Uh, the Ravens were too good to just get over the
1: edge. Cincinnati, man, what's going on? They don't look good. They do not <laughs> look good. Um, and it's the main thing around that offensive line. It's always been an issue um, since Burrow has come to this franchise, and it continues to be an issue, even with the money given out to Orlando Brown Jr. this offseason. season. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because he's a decent lineman, but huh? he doesn't know whether he wants to be a guard or a tackle. Huh. People have said he's better as a guard, but he wants to play as a tackle. I I don't know what it is. They, they've tried to get more development out of Jonah Williams. hasn't worked. Uh, I mean, Lyle Collins was horrible last year, so they cut him. Yeah. But this the line is just not that great. It's well, never been that great.
0: Right. As for the Ravens, they're 2 and 0 I believe right now. They're sitting okay in a good spot. But comes, they beat a division rival, it comes at a cost.
1: It comes at They always get caught. There was always a cost to the Ravens. A ridiculous cost. They lose they've lost Dobbins to an Achilles. Linderbaum's out for significant time. OBJ's out for significant time. Well, that was just uh, Ronnie Stanley's out for significant time. Marlon Humphrey's out for significant time. Yeah. Jesus.
0: You'd rather have as far as I'm concerned, injuries are part of the game. As I've said before, you'd rather have it now than later. Yeah, and There's but still 15 weeks left in the season. There's a lot
1: of their key guys.
0: You hope they come back in a few weeks. All right, next game. The Chargers remain winless. They lost against the Titans. They looked out of sorts. The Titans look, Titans held held together. The defense got in Herbert's face. They didn't have Austin Eckler. They struggled. Uh, the pilot light is on underneath Brad and Staley's seat, and it's starting to pipe. I, I've been
1: saying this about Staley for how long now? I, I I was you saying it, have like. I was saying it all last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. All I was saying time. it all last season that he that he needed to show something last season and what he showed was blowing a 26 point lead. Mm-hmm. That's what they showed. And the Chargers look awful. They look they look terrible. Well, defensively they're terrible. Offensively you they're spent, scoring points. No, hold on. You spent not only did you spend a ridiculous amount of resources and money to fix that side of the ball. Mm. Isn't Brandon Saley supposed to be a defensive savant? That's him. How much was Come he supposed on. how much was he being carried by Aaron Donald? How much? Okay. Next game. Uh Vegas
0: got destroyed by the Bills. Everybody was starting to throw dirt on the Bills saying, what are they gonna do? They lost an overtime to the Jets, obviously. But they uh pretty much served Vegas, which is what you thought they would do.
1: Vegas just aren't a good team. They're not. Mm. Um yeah they're they're poorly coached they're poorly managed uh in terms of their roster I don't know what the hell's happening with Chandler Jones he's seemingly just gone on a rampage about the organization um the rest of their team is just off secondary has always been awful and it's still awful uh the the offense is bad I mean Gar- I've Garoppolo we haven't heard anything about him so far. Hey, well, Aiden O'Connell, I mean, when are they going to start him? I mean, they've, well, been talk- look, they've been talking this guy up as a revelation.
0: Well, they they did win the first game. They beat Denver by one point. Jimmy Grapple played well. They just played a better team. All right, okay. next. Yeah. The Packers lose to the Falcons. Falcons are 2-0. and It's deceptive 2-0, but they did beat a good Packer team. They're one of the teams that could sneak into a playoff. It, not too bad. They're doing just enough. Desmond Ritter's managing the offense. He's not doing... Everything spectacular it doesn't have to do too much. You got a good running game. You got receivers to pass to.
1: The key guy for them is Bijan Robinson. Yeah, that everyone questioned that pick when it was made, because um, taking a runner that high nowadays isn't really seen as the hip thing to do, uh, because you can find good runners everywhere. But if Bijan stays healthy, he's he might be a generational back. That guy is special. He's he's a bell cow. And the, the bell cow running backs are incredibly rare to find. I mean, you just take a look at giving um, great runners big money. I mean, Sean Alexander's deal after year one was awful. But the, the really, the bell cow guys were Gore and Peterson and really nobody else.
0: Yep. As for the Packers, uh, they, they did lose a tough one. I think Jordan Love had some struggles late in the game. But look, I mean, I didn't think the Packers would be undefeated this season. I thought they were going to meet a, a tough team, and they met a tough team in Atlanta. So they need they weapons. Got
1: the win. They need weapons. Well, yeah, take one of the receivers. W- out. Take a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah. How how hard is it? How hard is it to take a wide receiver in the first round? Okay, next game,
0: the Seahawks beat the beat the Lions by six points, 37-31. Look, uh, there was you know there was a raucous. Ford uh, Ford uh, Stadium. There was a lot of noise. Obviously, there's you know, coming off the Chiefs' win, they kind of fell flat. The defense didn't play yeah. that well. And look, I'll, I'm going uh, on the Seattle side, gotta give it up. You know, Geno Smith. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. You leave the Jets and you become a better quarterback. And he was able to take the team down the field when they needed to do it, and they won. They needed that game too because they just they lost the first game. They needed to win Seattle this. Seattle
1: could be one of the sneaky good teams this year. They really could. I mean, they've got themselves a nice roster of they've, guys. They're reaping the rewards from the Russell Wilson trade. Oh, the, the, so that's just the, the beginning. The Wilson trade has been unbelievable yeah. for them and they have a lot of nice assets to deal with. They had they had two first round picks last draft. They mm-hmm. got Jackson. They got they got Jackson Smith and Jigba. They got a nice corner as well. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of nice young talent to build <sighs> off of.
0: Yep. As for the Lions, look, they, they they did fall in this game. I still think that they have a chance to have a good season, and we'll see how that works out for them. The next game, the Bears, the Bears stink up the joint against the Buccaneers, who, by the way, I will say this. I know you're not a fan of Todd Bowles. He's a coach, but...
1: What's he supposed to do, though? But,
0: what is he supposed- however... Baker Mayfield, so far, in two games, has played pretty well.
1: Baker has played well. He's played ba- very well. Ba- and I don't
0: think people would ever imagine Baker Mayfield playing well. Ba- he hasn't, hasn't made mistakes. Hasn't turned the ball over at all.
1: It's good. He has a much better offensive line in front of him. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, the it's Baker's played well, but the Bears are awful, man. They stink The Bears are and- so
0: bad. They just had $100,000 worth of equipment stolen from Soldier Field this week. If it couldn't get worse... Also, you have one of the safeties liking a tweet that Snoop Dogg made reportedly about the Bears being that bad. So it's an organization right now that's kind of crumbling and they're blaming Justin Fields. I don't necessarily think it's what all the, his
1: fault. What 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 is he what's he supposed to do about all of this? Is it his fault that the that the defense is awful, even though they spent so much money in trying to fix it? Is it his fault that his offensive line is still bad? Yeah, they they drafted Darnell Wright, but he's a rookie. He needs time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Look, I think it's clear that the Bears have issues. I don't know if it's going to be changed. I think they'll be one of the uh, worst teams, and we'll go forward with that. The Chiefs pull out a win in Jacksonville, and I think a lot of that was on Jacksonville, not so much on the Chiefs. They won 17-9. They stopped Jacksonville from really scoring. Jacksonville settled, obviously, for three field goals. Um, Not the kind of game that I think – Jacksonville was expecting. The home fans were ready to beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs did enough to win. Travis Kelsey came back. He was a big lift for them, and the defense. Frank Clark said, Yeah, I'm signed a contract. I'm ready to play. And he was the difference in that game, too. You mean
1: Chris Jones?
0: Oh, it's Chris Jones. Sorry. Chris Jones. My mistake. Chris Jones. Apologies. Well,
1: imagine. uh who knew he could be the guy to actually spark this defense? He's the only thing that holds this defense together, man. If you don't have Chris Jones on that line, their defense is awful. It really is.
0: Okay, uh, for the two not so great teams at AFC South against each other, Indianapolis beat Texas, um, but Anthony Richardson is going to be out for the, was out for this game halfway through, suffered a concussion, and will not be available for the next game. But Gardner Minshew. Came in, nice backup, has experience, has worked with Shane Steichen in, in Philly, so that's good to have. And he led them to a victory. Good for the Colts. Not so good for the Texans. I mean, not so good because I think CJ Stroud's a good quarterback. He's trying, but so far, no, no, no dice for the yeah, Texans.
1: The, the, it's just two organizations right now that are really in rebuild mode. Um, but I don't think much rebuilding is going to come out of the Colts. To be totally honest with you. I do like Anthony Richardson a lot. I think he's a very good quarterback and he has a bright future, but I'm just waiting for the time where Jim Merce brings in Ryan Grigson again and Ryan Grigson spends a copious amount of first-round picks on not getting Anthony Richardson offensive lineman um, or weapons to actually utilize him and it all goes south again. Or someone like Ryan Grigson who has the eight-dimensional uh Chess mind that he had, apparently. Because Jim Marseille is not a good owner. Okay. As simple as that.
0: Next. Niners beat the Rams. That wasn't too unpredictable. Uh The idea of it was it looked like San Francisco had a second home. Because there was a lot of Niner fans at SoFi Stadium. Uh Rams tried, but they just couldn't stop the juggernaut that is the Niners. Yeah. And the Niners are now 2-0. Uh, yeah, at this point, yes. Three and zero, three Three
1: and three and oh we'll talk in a about bit. that.
0: Um next game, the Giants, of course we talked about them. They well, pulled a the comeback.
1: What in the Sam Hell did I watch? What the what was that? We gave up twenty eight points to Josh Dobbs mm-hmm. and and only made a comeback against a defense that has an over the hill Buda Baker mm-hmm. and the next notable name on that defense is Marco Wilson oh because I know him. Because he threw a shoe in college.
0: All right. So, look. That was one of the... I think, statistically speaking, in the 99-year existence of the Giants. Because next year's 100. uh, The biggest comeback ever. Um, And as we've we've seen moving forward, it didn't work out the second time around. Next. Washington and Denver. Two tail of two halves. Denver scored points in the first half. You thought... Wow, this is exactly what Sean Payton was brought in to do. Russell Wilson looked like Johnny Unitas out there. Second half, Denver couldn't score, and suddenly the commanders started getting defensive, started stopping them, and marched back down and won by 1.35-34 to 34, off a Hail Mary that the Broncos made, but Broncos are, are, are winless and the commanders are 2 and 0 oh. didn't see
1: that coming what more do you have to do to build, <coughs> to to build this Broncos team what more seriously the the amount of draft capital and money they've sunk into this team and it's just not working nothing is working right now yeah maybe you got to get something to click into gear But all I'm happy about is seeing this team flounder under Sean Payton because I think he's an overrated head coach. He's a good head coach, but he's overrated. Yeah, I think it's about There's there's always that stink on him from from Bounty Gate.
0: Well, I think it's all about comeuppance as well. I mean, you know, you can't just walk back into the league thinking you're going to have that much success coming back in. You had Drew Brees. You had a pretty good, talented uh, New Orleans Saints team. But now it's a little bit different. Also,
1: Mickey Loomis... uh, did most of most of the drafting for you anyway.
0: Okay, next. The Jets well they're the Jets. And they have Zach Wilson in his first start since Aaron Rodgers uh, popped popped his cord as a his Killy tendon. Uh, free interceptions, enough, enough said other than that. You know what? They stink. Uh,
1: you, uh, I've been hearing a lot of discussion that Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson are making a really good connection. Oh, Zach Wilson's making a connection, all right. He's making connections for his next gig on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, because that's his next gig after the Jets. Because there's no way he's in the league anymore. There's no way. Badoom-tss.
0: I fell on. Crickets? Okay. Uh, yeah, they stink. The Dallas Cowboys with a better team. Uh that's all you need to know and we move forward and the New England Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins by only a touchdown in New England two had a good a decent game it was touch and go they should have won then we have the Monday night games the Saints and Panthers boring the Saints don't look great at 2-0 they won the game the Panthers look like the Panthers at 0-2 Bryce Young struggled enough said for that one and the Cleveland Browns they do the Browns Lost to the Steelers. Uh, what else is new there?
1: Nick Chubb also went down with an injury. That's bad. It really that s- changes everything. It really sucks to see because he's such an amazing running back. Um, and But the fact that <laughs> the, during the game you had fans at a Cruciere Stadium or whatever it's called now. It's he not knows? called Heinz Field anymore. Um, chanting Fire Canada because he's just that bad. Matt Canada is not a good OC. The week previously... They, they only accrued... You want to know how many yards of total offense they accrued by halftime? One singular yard. Ooh. One singular yard. And it was just as bad in this game as well. The, the Steelers' offense stinks, and it's mostly on Matt Canada. Because he's not a good offensive coordinator. Okay, so we just finished Week 2. We we'll take a deep breath and get
0: ready for Week 3. So we now know the first outcome of the Thursday night game... The Giants fell to the 49ers. No surprise there. Look. They Not kept, at all.
1: Look, the g kept themselves in it. They kept For a while. They kept themselves in it, but San Fran just have way too many weapons. They, they, they're they, the only... I think they're the only challengers to Philly for the number one seed. Oh, we know that. We know that. The, and I think Philly might have a drop-off. So yes. I think San Fran could take the number one seed. I don't believe... Purdy is elite yet.
0: I think he's getting there. I think... Let me hear me out. I think he's getting there. I think he's got the pieces. If the pieces can stay on the field. Christian McCaffrey is the real deal. We know that. He's all pro. And he gets injured. So if he can stay on the field, that's good. But the 49ers go for this, right? Halfway through the season, someone gets hurt. Something goes wrong. I think Brock Purdy is the right guy. I, I also believe that the Giants gotta get their offensive... Situate and the defense did not help him because Purdy got sacked twice. The first two sacks for the Giants all season in three games.
1: Yeah, so they struggled to get to him after that. I'm just um, I, I I don't believe the Purdy that Purdy is elite. He made some good throws, but the real star on this offense is is Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. He's the one that makes this this offense tick.
0: Okay, next game we're looking at we're previewing the Chargers, L.A. San Diego going into Minnesota. Against the Vikings, both teams are winless. Oh, it's,
1: it's it's mid against mid,
0: right? So I I'm gonna call this one and say that I believe the Chargers can get this one over the Vikings. It's gonna be an I think it'll be an offensive showdown. It's gonna be Tecmo Bowl 2023. But I believe that the Chargers will win simply because the Vikings are the Vikings right now, and I think they don't. They're not gonna win those close games like they were winning last year. And I think they just yeah. I think the Chargers win this one.
1: I seriously think the the. Uh, Chargers defense is worse than the Vikings And just by off that I think the Vikings get their first win of the season Alright
0: so New England goes into New York To play the Jets This of course is always fun For Jet fans having to watch Bill Belichick Sit on the opposite sidelines Based on the history Bill Bill Belichick has circled this date And he is licking His chops because initially He would have thought I gotta set up a defense against Aaron Rodgers Oh wait a minute he's not playing this season I get Zach Wilson. He loves young quarterbacks and loves the idea that Zach Wilson's going to be starting. I'm not giving the Jets much of a chance in this game. I think New England's defense will be stingy. I think their offense will be just enough. People trash Mac Jones, but he's the better quarterback on the field. I believe that the Patriots will win this one, and it's going to get harder and harder for the Jets. I agree. Okay, next one. Uh, Broncos are going into Miami. They're 0 3 0-2. I'm not giving him a chance in this game either. I think Miami will win this game.
1: I don't know about Miami's defense. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I okay. haven't seen much from Miami's defense as of yet. Um, do I believe that they'll win this game? Yes, but it'll be tough for them.
0: Okay, next game. The Saints go into Lambeau against the Packers. The Saints at 2-0, not convinced, because they have not... Really been able to score much. Derek Carr looks kind of out of sorts. They've they,
1: had an easy schedule so far of as course, well.
0: Of course. This is their first test. They've had it easy. So I think they're going to lose. Because it, it's Lambeau. I think it's Jordan Love's first game as a starter. Starting Green Bay quarterback as far as being the full-time starter. At Lambeau. At, at Lambeau. I mean, yeah. He, he's, he's played at Lambeau, but not as a full-time starting the game Lambeau. Yeah. He win. I think the Packers win this one. I get the Packers on this.
1: Um, I'm going to agree with you, just because the Saints are lackluster. Okay, the, the epitome of lackluster. All right, the
0: Titans and the Browns. They're going to be in Cleveland. Uh, they need to. Obviously, the Browns need a bounce back game. I think they get this against the Titans. I think the Titans. They look. They'll unleash Derrick Henry. I think so. But if they can, the Browns can limit him and rely on my, Brian Tannehill to make a couple of mistakes, which is what he does. I think the Browns win this one.
1: Um yeah, I'm going to give it to the Browns. Uh I just don't like We'll get into uh Watson in a little bit. Yeah, we'll bit, get into Watson in a little but bit. But I just don't like the team that they have right now. Uh they they've also lost Conklin yep. on their line, which is a huge loss for them. Yep. Um but I just don't like how the Browns are constructed right now. Okay. I don't
0: Next game, Falcons go into Detroit to play the Lions. Uh, the Lions I kind of feel like they need this one. The Falcons have a test here, but they did beat the Packers. I'm going to say the Falcons lose their first game. I think the, I think Detroit holds it here. I think Detroit I think, Detroit, I think
1: Detroit wins it as well.
0: Okay, next game, Bills go into Washington against the Commies. It's not going to be great weather reportedly. It's going to so I think both defenses are playing pretty well. I think it'll be low scoring, but I think the Bills will just eke it out. I think they'll win, but it's going to be close. And as long as Josh Allen doesn't make a boneheaded play, I think they win. I think it'll be a very close game.
1: This does reek of a trap game, but I think the Bills do win.
0: Okay. Uh, the Texans will go into to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Texans will lose this one. They'll be 0-3. I think the Jaguars bounce back and win this one. Yeah. Uh, Colts and Ravens, they're going to Baltimore. I think Ravens, uh, Ravens got win. To- <laughs>
1: but we'll stop that win.
0: Panthers in Seattle uh Panthers have no chance they're gonna lose that one any Dalton starting doesn't make any difference uh the Bears are going
1: into Kansas City they're gonna wish they didn't because they're gonna lose that one and the Cowboys get the equivalent of a free win against the Cardinals
0: All right, they'll probably win that one uh Steelers will go into Vegas to play the Raiders I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the Raiders on this one yeah I'm gonna give it to Raiders I'm not I'm not I'm not full on the Steelers and Steelers just yet uh Monday night games we have the Eagles going to Tampa, that should be pretty good because, yeah. you know, both teams are undefeated. I kind of think that the Eagles win this one, though, even on, though it's on the road. Yeah. And yeah. and lastly, the Rams going to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is reportedly a game-time decision. I think if he doesn't play, they're in trouble. I, think, Cavs the, bother. I think
1: the Rams win. Yep. Because then the, even, if, yep. even if Burrow's on the field, I think the Rams win because they've had some nice guys coming up. Puka Nakua... Good young receiver. Yep. I mean, Stafford's back healthy and playing well. Uh, Donald was playing well recently. Yep. I do like the pieces that they have. So the Rams could sneak out a couple uh, this win here. Okay.
0: All right. Yep. So that's our recap. So that's our thoughts for week three. And let's move on to the next question. You win I'll answer this one. I'll, yep. I'll give you the question. Buyer's remorse for the Browns with the Sean
1: Watson. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not even a case of rust anymore. He's just bad. He's just a bad quarterback now. Um... I don't know what it is. He's just a bad quarterback now, and he's not playing the way we knew him to play. Um, yeah, it's just it, there's no there's no. Uh, that's the beginning and the end of it. it it's <laughs> of course it's bias remorse. Two hundred thirty million dollars. They restructured his contract, meaning they'll have a sixty million dollar cap hit yeah, to deal with down that's the road. Really bad. They restructured it, so this year, so this year would be the year. And Nick Chubb's gone. Uh, they, they restructured it so they would have cap space for this year to be the year. And it hasn't. So, yeah. Good luck with the cap situation down the road. Good luck trying to pay pay Miles Garrett even more money. Because he's going to demand a big contract. Again.
0: Um, I watched bits and pieces of the game. Obviously, I mean, the highlights for me is that I can't sit there for three hours. Um, yeah, there were parts of the game where Deshaun Watson... Looked indecisive Thank God for Nick Chubb Until he got hurt um, He wasn't making the big plays When he needed to I don't know I don't think he I don't think he has the same Kind of escapability That he had when he was at Houston um, And you, Yeah there's no more excuses I agree I mean he's You know he He played the last Six games of the last season And now Which, you know,
1: which by the way He shouldn't have even played A game know last that. year
0: We know that And so now You're stuck with him And like I like I say, I mean you know Baker Mayfield's playing really good, and Baker Mayfield's the guy who got you to your to playoffs in quite some time. So now in year four, Kevin Stefanski's the other guy right now who's pretty much sitting on the seat that's warm because they have to get perform.
1: What the hell is he supposed to do though? He's stuck with him. He didn't. What, he didn't what, ask. What for is him. what is Stefanski supposed to do in this Enough situation? Also, I I don't even think if there was any justice in this world, he wouldn't even have a job anymore. Deshaun Watson for all the crap he did, he shouldn't even have a job in the well, NFL. Well, he and does,
0: all. and talent talent overrules everything else. Right now, at this point, talent and Deshaun Watson. But there Watson isn't Watson any justice thing. in
1: this world, and there isn't any any Shout a, it from a mountain. Yeah, that's there's there's <laughs> yeah. none. He shouldn't have a job. Oh, we know that. Okay, um, we're moving on. Uh, your next question for me. Yeah, uh, just pulling it up here. Are the next two games important? For Deion Sanders and the Buffalo... Uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry about that. It was the right question. Um, Yeah, because they just lost. They just got throttled by number 10 Oregon. So, college football in this part of the world, people see it and go, ah, Yeah, it's, it's different. It is different because it's not the pros. And college football is all about the coaches, right? Saban, you know, this coach. Fisher. You know, whoever. It's always going to be about the coach. And in this case... Coach Prime, which is pretty much, I'm sure, trademarked that that moniker, is out there, and he's brought his two sons, who are ridiculously talented, no doubt about it. His starting quarterback is his son, Shador Sanders. Shador Sanders. He played as good as he could, but they got they met a buzzsaw, and you know, I'm sure, Colorado, I'm sure Oregon's playing it with a chip on their shoulder as well, going, "Hang on, you guys. Nobody knew about you guys until this year, and you're gonna come to our place and you think you're gonna beat us? No." They ran all over them. So, they lost this one. Their next game is going to be at USC with the prospective Heisman Trophy winner, if you want to say, Caleb Williams, who's going to be protect, predictably going number one in next year's draft. So, there's a lot to play for if you're Colorado. Look,
1: I, I don't even think... The, look, I didn't, I didn't even think this was the year that they were going to be going to the college football playoff. They had the pieces, but they need to instill their system. And... Um, Dion's going to be around here for a little bit. No, he's not. Yeah, he's going to be. <laughs> I'm a... telling you, he's not. He's
0: going to he's gonna lay the foundations. He's going to lay down. And then Dion's, Dion, is, he, Dion Sanders is an athlete, a winner, and a brand. And I believe that he's working towards things that. Where's
1: he going to go? He's not going to the NFL after one year. In.
0: He's not I'm got, not saying right he's now. He's not
1: going to I'm the NFL saying after, year. One I'm year not in saying after one
0: year. Give him a couple years, and then he'll be like, okay. A couple. I've, of I've years. I've done all I can. A couple of I've years. I've done. I've made the
1: pro. I've I made think, the program better. I think if next year, if they if they recruit better, because they're going to be recruiting heavy, and they're going to be getting some really really good talent, uh, especially with the NIL money that'll come in. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could recruit heavy, and, um, restock their barracks with guys who declare for the draft. Um, if they if Travis Hunter stays in college and gets back healthy from that stupidly dirty hit uh, last week, I think they have a shot at the college football playoff next year
0: Oh okay next question for you mm-hmm. now that showy has had surgery should teams still value his pitching future
1: um his agent said he will pitch in 2025 um i think absolutely they should because he's already had tommy john he had tommy john a couple years back um and he's already and he was still the best pitcher in the league Still, uh, well, one of the best pitchers in the league, while being the best hitter in the league. Um, of course, they should still be- value his pitching future. Of course, they should. We were already having discussions years back about all teams have to make him pick one or the other. No, no. Okay. This dude's a hu- superhuman. Okay,
0: so I don't think it matters now that the DH is in both leagues. I think if you're to- if you were talking about, you know, if you were talking about. Him specifically across either either division, it would you know with American League National doesn't matter anymore. Um The teams that are gonna gonna make a move, and I truly believe the Mets will just throw it out there anyway because I think they will just to keep fans you know happy. They'll still want him, and you know again, the first suitors are gonna be the Angels. They're the ones that say, "Look, we tried this, we tried that, it didn't work." We don't know. We might trade Mike Trout. Because Mike Trout may not be around next season. Who knows? So there's a lot of ifs around that team.
1: Shohei is not going back to the Angels. Right. So Book now it. you have
0: a few teams. A few. Not everybody. Okay? The Yankees might throw. I mean, depends on whether or not he wants to be in the East Coast. He probably doesn't. He's
1: really. staying on the West. Right. Fine. So He's staying on the fine. West Coast. So you've
0: already narrowed it down. you got the Giants, potentially. you got the Dodgers.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think the Padres have any money to give you up You want to hear one team? Seattle. I've said it during the beginning. I think Seattle have a legit shot at him. Because Ichiro, because of Seattle's really good market, West Coast still, I think they have a shot at him. Oh, well. Seriously. I
0: mean, at the end of the day, there will be suitors out there. The teams that are going to want him are not going to be everyone because no, not everyone can afford him. That's all there is to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question for me.
1: Next question for you. Yep. Um, Could there be a completion with Dame Lillard being traded to the Heat soon?
0: So they've said it's been announced. I don't know Bleacher did this or whatever. Saying within 24 hours, there'll be an answer to this saga. Which most people have just forgotten it even happened. Like, the idea of Dame Lillard being traded was a thing. And then it calmed down. So look, I think they're moving parts across the board. I think that whatever Portland wants to get from the Heat and whatever the Heat is willing to give up. So at the end of the day, it's going to come down to what the Heat give up and what Portland gets.
1: I think Damon is going to have to take a mulligan here. Seriously. Because the way he's going about this is entirely wrong. He's not going about this the right way. I mean, yeah, I don't blame him for wanting out of Portland. Of course. They're pivoting towards a rebuild. He's 34 going on 35. He deserves to be able to be in the finals with a good team but the way he's doing things now it's not the way to go about it like at what? all like what was he doing he's demanding that he can only he only wants to be traded to the heat he's straight up demanding it the way he's going about it is wrong because now he's he's locked both franchises into a into a war now portland is is being held hostage He's gonna sit out, but now it's Portland can just wait. Portland can wait it out, though. Like they they're gonna wait for a return that suits them. But I don't even think the Heat Heat wants to give up max assets for him.
0: Right. Well, I would say that at this point, regardless, I I believe that this will be this will be resolved before the start of season. Maybe not now because we're not there yet at start of season. But I don't think you want to go into the season and then he's still, you know, reporting to Blazers camp. I think that they want this resolved. But it all comes down to, and it's fair. If you're Portland, you're giving up arguably your most talented player in in most of your history. Because you know Portland has a history of guys who just fell apart, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Greg Oden, Brandon Roy, you name it. He hasn't done that. He's been their most stalwart and and and, and loyal guy. And now. There's a chance to do something for him, and for him to get a chance at a, at a ring. Okay, so I think this will be resolved not now, but down the track. I can't see this starting, you know, at the start of the season where he's still a blazer.
1: Yep. Who's the MLB team going with more momentum towards the end of the season? The Orioles or the Rays? What do you think? It's the Orioles for sure. The Rays are in. Uh, are in. Crisis points in several areas. First of all, um, there's the whole Wander Franco situation. Uh, I don't well, know situa- you, I know, that situation yeah, is Yeah, that done situation anyway. is really just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah And um, whatever comes out of that, comes out of that. But I don't think we'll ever see him put on a Rays uniform ever again. Nope. Which is a massive blow to their organization. Yeah. Uh, secondly, the metric tons of injuries they've had. Not just to uh, starters, but to position players as well. Um, but to especially to starters Shane Boz was already out uh, Shane McClanahan, out Pete Fairbanks, out mm-hmm. That's three top starters already gone mm-hmm. uh, I don't like that outlook But the Orioles, however I do like their outlook And they're the team I'm rooting to really uh, Go deep in these playoffs They've already secured a playoff spot Just, uh, I think they've also Secured the AL East as well They have um, I am rooting for them I want them to go deep with this team um, before the Angelos family screws everything up again.
0: Okay. Um, There's a part of me that would like to see that for the Orioles. It's been 30... It's been... Well, sorry. Longer than that. It's been 40 years since their last title, which is 40 years ago, back in 83 when they beat the Phillies. Um, it's, It's a dramatic turnaround. They're a young team. I'm not sure. I just... I think about the Rays because the Rays always somehow end up there. They always end up hanging around. They haven't had World Series success because they've lost, right? They lost a couple of years back. They've lost twice. We know that. But they always find a way to sort of, you know, get in there. And I think, you know, being there matters. I think the Orioles are really good, and they're going to be good for quite some time. This is not just a flash in the pan. But I'm. I'm, I'm just uh, saying the, the rays.
1: The, the rays aren't going to fall off anytime soon. I'm just saying the rays have ability but to do it. The rays aren't falling off anytime soon because they have a strong minor league assessment and player development systems in place. They've
0: and if established they're going to have a stadium, a new stadium. coming Yeah, but it's them. in
1: St. Pete. Go to Tampa proper. That's where your fan base is. Oh, well,
0: can't build there. Can't build there. Yeah. Okay.
1: But but that's not even a guarantee because remember when they actually tried to go to Ybor City. And they wanted a glass dome. Mm-hmm. I saw that this new stadium wants a glass dome.
0: Oh well, that's not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not the engineer for that. H, okay.
1: HVAC costs aren't going to be cheap whatsoever, okay. especially in Florida. But um, I think the Orioles. I want the Orioles to do well um, because they have some superstars. Adley Rutschman, superstar. Gunnar Henderson, possible future superstar. Grayson Rodriguez, maybe their next. They're, the heir to Mike Messina's throne. I really like the pieces they have. I want them to go deep.
0: Okay, we're coming to the end. A few happy birthdays belated. Happy belated birthday to Cecil Fielder. He turned 60. He, of course, um, a slugger with the Tigers back in the 90s. He did win a championship with the Yankees in 96. Father of Prince. Prince Fielder. Both finished with exactly the same number of home runs. 319. Prince Fielder, obviously, his career cut short by neck injury. I think he would have hit a lot more. But happy belated birthday to Cecil. Turned 60. Happy belated birthday, John Tavares.
1: John Tavares, <coughs> the former franchise player for the New York Islanders.
0: Who Islander fans still resent, I'm sure, to this
1: very day. Because well, he wanted to go back home. Don't hate the player, hate the game. You, you wasted how many years uh, of him uh, with a terrible ownership group led by Charles Wang um, under a horrible management uh, crew headed by Garth Snow? and a horrible coaching crew led headed by Doug Weight. Yep. And by the time you finally got good ownership and good coaching in to, he was gone. He's gone. And he's gone back to his home. he's back to his home in Toronto.
0: Okay, moving on. Happy belated birthday Dennis Schroeder. the turning 30, the MVP of the FIBA Championship for Germany,
1: uh well deserved. What a pl- he's man, what. This is why I love FIBA much more than I do the NBA now because you, you you see it. Like, you ask, I want you to, for anyone listening, especially in the States, please go out and ask a basketball fan if they know who Oscar Schmidt is. Chances are they'll give you a confounded look. Yeah. But, Oscar Schmidt, taking into account everything, is is number two all-time points scored of all time in a career right behind LeBron.
0: Yep. Yeah. so we know that Dennis Schroeder's moved around. He's been with the OKC. He's been with Atlanta. He's with the Lakers twice. Uh, he turned down a huge chance to have an extension contract with the Lakers and decided not to. Bet on himself and then he ended up playing the Celtics. Either way he's playing with the Raptors this upcoming season and he well, well deserves MVP of the FIBA Championship turning yep. 30. Mm-hmm. And lastly, happy belated birthday to Jim Abbott who turned 56. If you don't know who Jim Abbott is young folks look it up. He was born without a fully developed right uh, right hand left handed yes. pitcher. Pitched to no hitter. Pitched no hitter with the Yankees. He pitched with the Angels, Yankees, the White Sox, and he did that for many years with one hand. An amazing story. And that is the end of our show.
1: If come from any other platform, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. Next week we're going to have a week three roundup of NFL. By the time we come at you, we'll have the Thursday uh, Thursday night football for week four covered. Yep. But other than that, we'll see you then. Ciao.